everybody, we are sad. We are scared. We're unprepared. I am Bree. Bree is back, and I'm Caleb. I'm back from the dead, guys. Yeah, guys. Uh, I you, made it. <laughs> I know you heard about it in the episode the other day, but Bree kind of had a diabetic seizure, and uh, she exploded I... with uh, diabeto. She turned into a giant blob. Uh, she melted. It was a whole I epidemic. I did not have a seizure. Wait, you I didn't was... melt? No, I was, well, I mean, almost. Oh, okay, so you did melt. You know you know what's crazy, though, is like, um... So you know, like, I started to melt a little bit, but I caught myself. <laughs> so I'll make this short, but uh, so like when your blood sugar is like super duper high for like a long time, um, there's like acid gets into your blood or whatever. So you're tripping balls. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like acid gets into your blood and like I get like really, really bad heartburn. But this heartburn was so fucking bad, dude. It was like acid reflux, like coming up my throat. I felt like my fucking Jesus. my spit could literally like melt a brick. That's I swear to God. Gross as but hell. no, it was so bad that like my throat is like irritated from it. Like I have to like swallow like very like carefully because it, it hurts so bad. Still, well, that, yeah, it's been like three days. Well, that fucking sucks. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're uh, you know back with us. No, you're not. You wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but not not too hard. Just like mildly dead. But no, yeah, I'm fine now. Back in the back in the stew so welcome Bree back everybody get a little golf clap going yay <laughs> yay nobody's she's, really excited she's back. <laughs> oh yay she's back okay oh, guys so we have okay. a few little announcements they're actually not little it's kind of big and it's also an apology <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger longer and uncut <laughs> so guys this is our 31st episode we just finished our 30th episode and i feel like this should be what a, like what a good month to do a 31st episode am i right oh this is yeah. excellent yeah i didn't oh, even uh-huh. realize that good little good little catch so guys i feel like this this should be like the new chapter of horror soup as cliche as it sounds because i feel like for a while we have been getting i don't want to say lazy but comfortable and also just haven't been as research heavy as we started out as or professional really no we haven't and i I guess that's kind of (laughs) i guess that was kind of our shtick but at the same time it's not. You guys deserve a lot more. Yeah. So we're going to step our game up a lot. I have been brainstorming ideas for a while. I have been putting up a lot of shit together, and I think I finally have a little... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't... I don't a soup? Know. You got a soup? Yeah, sure. Cool. <laughs> Let's go with that. We'll go with soup. I got, I got a soup, and uh, it's. I think it's going to work out pretty well. I think you guys are going to like it. I think it's going to work a lot better for our time, our just... Our effort, our overall sound, ev- just everything. And I don't mean sound as in, like, quality, but sound as in, like, just, just what we're doing, what you guys yeah. are hearing. Quality of the actual, like, episode, like, not just sound So, quality. yeah, we've been... And let me tr- let me explain this a little bit. We've been talking about movies for a good while now. I'd mm-hmm. say, what, five, six months now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been great, but I don't know what that noise was. I'm just going to ignore it. That was uh, Ash saying groovy, but I thought I silenced my oh. phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So I guess we're not being professional. There it goes. But um, we have been doing these movies for about, like, five, six months now. And for a while, we were getting kind of, like, you know, into, I would say, some facts. Or I would, like, you know, talk about a couple, like, cool little things about the movie. But I don't think that's enough. We need to be... We need to talk about these movies a lot more, a little more in depth. We need to talk about the cast more, about the director, about everything that's going on with us and what's going on in this movie. Mm -hmm. And we are going to make this promise to you right now to be more content driven than we have been in the past. 
Yeah, because we just like kind of blabble on about ourselves. We and, start like, babbling on about yeah. ourselves, and that's not what this podcast is supposed to be about. It's supposed it's to be a horror. horror podcast. It's a horror podcast, but it turned into something different just because I know some people. I know a lot of you do like hearing us talk about ourselves. I mean, don't get us wrong. Our lives are horror stories, but <laughs> but it's uh, not, this is not the content you guys came for. <laughs> no, this is not what you came for, and I feel like we have been slacking in that department. So we're gonna change this up a lot. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about this because I also feel like another thing we do is drone on too much in the beginning. Yeah. So I'm going to get right into the new format. I'm sure all, a lot of our longtime listeners are going to notice the difference, and I don't think it's anything that you guys aren't going to like. Yeah, it should. it's a positive change. It is definitely a positive change. I would love to hear all of your feedback on it and see if you like it or if you dislike give us, it. But give us your two cents. I don't think that anyone is going to dislike it because I do genuinely believe this is a step in the right direction for us. This is our Avengers Chapter 2. This is our It Chapter 2. Exactly. So we're going into the next chapter. We're stepping our fucking game up. This isn't the same horror soup anymore. We are taking our clothes off. We're big fucking dogs <laughs> now. We're naked. I'm naked right now. My dick is oh god uh, well it's kind of sweaty but uh, yeah yeah i should put it away this, i'm putting it away guys i'm sorry new chapter <laughs> <laughs> new chapter new chapter new us new chapter new dick so anyway guys <laughs> new chapter who this so anyway guys let's get right into this because i'm excited you excited i'm kind of excited how do you feel I'm kind of excited. Okay, so anyway, we're going to start off talking about the director of the film that we're talking about today. Should <laughs> we say the film this. first? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> and this, this is the new setup. I got this covered. I got okay, this covered. Just, all right. just trust me. Okay. Let's just do this. I don't trust you, but all right. I'll Perfect. just let this happen. So, John Carpenter is an American filmmaker, best known for his works in horror, mainly from the 70s and 80s, and one of his earliest films is actually called uh, Revenge of the Colossal Beasts from 1962. Oh, it shit. It is a movie about Brie, and though he is <laughs> Most known for known most for known shut up known <laughs> for films such as uh, They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, but most notable, his best movie, and his most known movie is Halloween. Halloween. Holla fucking ween. So Halla anyway. fucking le- you. Halla you. Hallelujah. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shit. Carpenter was born on January 16th of 1948, and to this day, he is 71 years old. Still going fucking strong. Love this man. Going strong. And Halloween is a 1978 film that was one of the highest grossing films of 1978 and still remains higher than nearly any other horror film ever made to this fucking day. Really? Even The Exorcist? Uh, The Exorcist is like the highest grossing yeah. horror film of all time. It has like, I think, it's... When I researched it, it was, like, close to a billion. It's I'm sure it's a billion by now. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's, sure it's, it's gotta be, dude. Especially yeah. with, like, the director's cut shit that came out. But this is very high up there as well. Yeah. It's one of the most notable movies. You, you will you, never it, meet someone that doesn't know what Halloween is. And if you do, fucking throw them away. <laughs> just educate don't, them, please, Don't honestly. need them, no. Just no, throw just them away. away. Okay, okay, well, you heard it for, here from Brie. <laughs> well, I guess educate them. If that doesn't work, then throw, throw them away. Throw them away. That's, I'm, I'm fine with that. So, the film inspired a huge fucking slasher movie craze after 1978. Mm-hmm. Like, there were other movies, like, there was Texas Chainsaw in 74. There was... Black fucking... Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Black yeah. Christmas, too. There was a bunch of other stuff, but this really brought the slasher craze back. It was like, holy shit, like, this is fucking Like, weird. they were a thing, but then this dude stepped in and he's like, all right, no, this is a fucking thing. And everybody was like, wow, fuck yeah, John Carpenter, yeah. <laughs> Get it? It's a thing. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> so it yeah, hevi- that was cheesy. <laughs> it heavily inspired tons of horror movies, and it still lives on to this day. I mean, mm-hmm. there's 
a new movie released last year, which we're, spoiler alert, going to be talking about on <laughs> Monday. I will also say, uh, let me finish this statement real quick and I'll tell you something else. Um, and there's two more set to release in the next few coming years. I mean, we have Halloween oh, Kills was, coming out in 2020. And then I think the next sequel is coming out in 2021. Holy shit. So, yeah, we got a couple more, both with Jamie Lee Curtis. Pretty excited for those. Gonna yeah, see, dude. I'm excited to see how they uh, fare. I'm not going to talk about 2018 right now because we're going to get into that on Monday. Yeah. But um, we're going to be doing this thing. The reason... So our schedule, I'm going to go ahead and say our schedule for the rest of the month because there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. We're doing Halloween, John Carpenter's original 1978 right now. And then we're doing the 2018 Halloween, uh, which pretty much is supposed to be a sequel to the 1978. It ignores all of the other movies. Yeah. So we're going to be also covering Halloween 2 right after that and the thing i want to do is compare them compare two to 2018 see which one we feel should be i mean this is obviously just our own dumbass opinions yeah but see which ones we feel (laughs) yeah not at all but i want to see which ones we feel would be you know which one is the uh you know what i'm saying the the real the real halloween the whole enchilada exactly exactly so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to talk about 2018 on Monday, and then we're going to talk about 2018, or I mean, uh, <laughs> Halloween 2 on um, Halloween Day. That's going to come. God damn it, that's my alarm. Nice going. Um, so yeah, that is going to come out on Halloween Day, and on the Halloween 2 episode, the original Halloween 2, we're going to discuss our thoughts and everything at the end of it and just see, you know, Ooh. how they fare, what we feel about it, which one is the is the GOAT, which one, you know, belongs as Halloween 2, which one you should watch which when you're rewatching belongs. all the movies, like every fucking Halloween, which you should yeah. do. Well, I mean, <laughs> never mind. I'll keep my opinion to Perfect. myself. <laughs> so we're going to do this other little thing. Um, since this is an older movie, we're just going to tell you a synopsis of the movie, but we're going to be doing this new thing where we're going to give you a little, spo- like a quick spoiler-free review of a movie, if it's a newer movie. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of give you a feel, like, you know, do you want to watch the movie before you listen to the podcast, or do you want to... You know, just go full just, send and yeah. just listen to it anyway. Or you've already heard the movie and you just want to... It's not going to be a long thing, but we're just going to do it just for it's those, like, you know. Because this is a movie podcast, we should probably point out. Because it is like, that, uh, sometimes like you hear somebody else's opinion on the movie and then you're like, oh yeah, like I yeah, would want to watch that. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. we're going to do that. So right now, this is an old movie. We don't really need to give a spoiler-free review because it's fucking Halloween, but we will give you a little synopsis Not just to give you the feel it. if you don't Not know what this movie is about. So, <laughs> on a cold Halloween night in 1963, six-year-old Michael Myers brutally murdered his 17-year-old sister, Judith. He was sentenced and locked away for 15 years, but on October 30th, 1978, while being transferred for a court date, a 21-year-old Michael Myers steals a car and escapes Smith's Grove. He returns to his quiet hometown of Haddonfield, Illinois, where he looks for his next victims. So next, did you, did you call it Illinois? Illinois, <laughs> <laughs> coming at it's you live multiple. from Illinois. Anyway, uh, oh, we're gonna Jesus. get into the cast real quick now. First of all, first and foremost, most important, Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't the really need an queen. introduction, but she is playing Laurie Strode. She is in Prom Night, Freaky Friday, and most importantly, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. She plays Aunt Viv. <laughs> it is beautiful. She's tons of she's in tons of unnecessary Halloween movies, but most importantly, the one she's most known for, Beverly Hills. Next, we have Donald Pleasance, who plays Sam Loomis. Uh, he's, I, didn't, I don't feel like naming his movies. He's in a bunch of fucking movies, like almost 50. And he died Damn. on uh, February 2nd of 1995. Oh, wow. Rest in peace to Donald Pleasance, honestly. He was amazing. Yeah. Sam Loomis is fucking awesome. What Sam I, Loomis is a goat, yeah. My favorite part of Halloween. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah. 
he's awesome, dude. He's really? Al- he's hilarious. He dies like three times and he just keeps coming back as the same person. Like, he gets mutilated and just comes back and he's not super... He's fucking awesome. I love Sam. Yeah. Um, no, he's cool, but I wouldn't say he's my favorite. Shut up. Next up, we have Nick Castle, who plays the original Michael Myers. He is from Escape from New York, with which actually uh, Donald Pleasance and Jamie Lee Curtis also voices someone in there. She's just oh. like a, someone on the computer. I don't even know what Escape from New York is. It's an old John Carpenter movie, which oh. I actually have never seen. I've heard of him many times, but I feel like I need to see it because there's is a lot like... of his characters in this yeah. movie. So, is it horror? Or what is it? Yeah, pretty sure. No? Some, or no, I think it's a I think it's a sci-fi like thriller oh, kind cool. of thing. Still but down. still, um, he's also in uh, Dennis the Menace, and he is 72 years old to this day. So Damn. the original Michael Myers is still going. Nice. Um, next up, we have PJ Souls, who plays Linda, and she also I'm sure everyone notices her name from Carrie. Because it's just that weird name that pops up, and you're just like, who the fuck is PJ Souls? <laughs> <laughs> she She's known for her role in Carrie, and also just known as the chick with the weirdest name in the fucking world. PJ Souls, right next to uh, Skeet Ulrich. Oh, God. <laughs> next up, we have Brian Andrews, who played Tommy Doyle, and he's pretty much just in Halloween, but he is a child that uh, Laurie is babysitting throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. At, next up, we have Kyle Richards, who played Lindsay, you have a boy name, and she was in <laughs> Little House on the Prairie, and also Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I don't know how she grew up to do that, but I commend you, bud. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I want to get into a couple facts. We're going to do uh, before and after facts, just depending on, you know, how they fit into the movie. These are pretty much all Curtis facts, but it's fine. Okay. So Curtis actually assumed that she would be fired after her first day of shooting, because as we all know, and as most people know, this was her first ever movie. Mm-hmm. And because she she thought that she had done terribly, but Carpenter called her that later that night and he congratulated her on her performance. He was like, "No, you did like fucking awesome. Damn, Can't wait to keep felt going." So good, dude. Probably felt amazing. Yeah. And uh, next one is many may already know this, but <sighs> Michael's psychiatrist. I wrote Itchels. <laughs> Michael's psychiatrist Ooh, is also yeah. I forgot the M is also uh, the name of Janet Lee's character, uh, Marion Crane's secret lover in Alfred Hitchcock's 1960s Psycho. I think I said that a little weird. You said yeah, it all very fast. Yeah, Give yeah. me a minute to... Uh, no, no. I think it was just the way I presented that. My brain is computing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis's mother is Janet Lee. You already know In that. In Psycho, yeah. Yes. And um, she has a secret lover. Her character is Marion Crane on Psycho. Mm-hmm. She has a secret lover in um, the movie, and his name is Sam Loomis. Which oh, we wow. also see in That's the ba- cool. we also see this in the Bates Motel series, which is a little different and it's a different play because it's kind of a different universe. But yeah. Sam Loomis also appears in the series there. But yeah, that is where the idea for Sam Loomis came out. It is a throwback to Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Damn, God. that's fucking... It's like... It's a fucking full circle once it, again. It is. That's it's, so cool. It's really cool, and it gets better. Yeah. So, also, on that note, Carpenter felt that hiring Jamie Lee was the ultimate tribute tribute to Alfred because he had made Janet Lee legendary with his movie Psycho. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, you know what? I'm yeah. going to cast this girl. I'm going to give some throwbacks to this movie. Well, yeah. And it's fucking awesome. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and she it's... turned out to be like... Dude, that's Dude, really her cool, mother actually. was iconic and one of the best slashers of all time. And the then first her slasher, mother, almost. yeah, exactly. And then her mother, bro- fucking, I mean, her daughter revitalized horror mm-hmm. in a new fucking slasher in her first. That's role. yeah, dude. Like, that's it, fucking cool. That gave me chills right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's that's horror yeah. history right there. So the last fact that I have is uh, there was zero money for the clothing department during the shooting of the movie. So all the <laughs> actors and actresses just wore their own clothes. And oh, that's cool. Jamie Lee Curtis shopped at JC Penney, and she spent less than a hundred dollars for her entire wardrobe for the movie. Fuck yeah, dude! I thought that was pretty fucking cool too. Pretty interesting. Um, 
All right, guys. So the budget for this movie was three hundred twenty-five thousand. It made like fifty-seven, no, forty-seven um, USA and twenty-seven million internationally. So it grossed fucking seventy million. Holy, that's so fucking much money, dude. And you know how much Jamie Lee Curtis was paid for this movie? How much? Eight thousand dollars. Shitting that was what, dude, because this was her first role ever. She was yeah. paid eight thousand dollars for a movie. It makes sense. No one knew it was gonna get this fucking big. I, I mean, I hope she got like some of that seventy million. I don't know. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> she got probably like three dollars, but that's <laughs> that's fine. So anyway, guys, uh, during this episode, you're not gonna hear it till the end. Well, you kind of will. You can f- count along with us. We're going to do some fun stuff at the end now. We're not going to talk about this, you know, like in the beginning of the episode next time. I know there's a little long right now. It's not going to be long later because we're going to be getting right into everything. It's going to flow a lot better. But we're going to be doing a kill count at the end of the episode. We're going to be doing a best and worst kill in our opinions, our own personal opinion. We're going to be doing the best and worst actor slash actress in the movie. And we're going to be doing like pros and cons and then like possibly some little discussions if we have stuff to talk about, a couple more facts, and then that's pretty much going to be the end of the episode. So we're going to have a few more things just to look out for like during the episode and you know just keep it in Mm -hmm. your mind if you want to play along just on the rest of the episodes from now to forever like keep like kill count best worst kill like if you want to play along with us yeah so you want to get into this Brie? let's do it all right so halloween john carpenter 1978 all right i already didn't say it 10 times (laughs) halloween begins on halloween night of 1963 in haddonfield illinois we zoom into a creepy (laughs) but ever so iconic house pov style and we get a solid shot of some gross blonde teenagers making out Mm -hmm. the character then moves inside the house and heads into the kitchen to grab a knife he looks out the door he sees the gross-haired teenager leave so he walks up the stairs very slowly repetitive but very creepy 70s horror music is playing in the background mm-hmm. actually john carpenter made the entire score for this movie in I saw an that. hour yeah a fucking hour dude like this music is a ama- everyone it's knows fucking it. iconic, it's beautiful dude. it's iconic it's so fucking beautiful and he made this in an hour his music in all of his movies is fucking great is fucking great there are even movies that he doesn't have a part of in, but he's made the scores for and it's mm-hmm. always fucking beautiful like i love this guy he's, so- he's very talented so, the figure grabs a clown mask and puts it on before it, he walks into a girl's room, where she is casually bl- brushing her hair naked. I'm sorry, guys, I know you're probably yelling at me right now. I, I know who this is, but we're just telling the story, you know, <laughs> as it goes. Yeah. So, she's brushing her hair, she's naked, and he stabs her while she screams, Michael! And after Michael kills his sister, he walks outside through the front door and is met face-to-face with his parents who remove his clown mask and say, Michael? Mm -hmm. Before the shot zooms out and the music ceases. And also, we saw boobs. So, boob count. Oh, yeah. Bloody boobs. Should we do a boob count, too? We could do a boob count. We could totally do a boob count. It wouldn't be horror soup without boobs. We just had a new idea in the the midst of this. See? This is working out. Mr. Krabs, I I have have an idea. So the next man, the next shot we see is a man who we all know as Sam Loomis and a woman with a name driving late at night and in the rain. <laughs> They're discussing They're the case They're driving of, to like the, the, the hospital. mental hospital, yeah. They're discussing the case of Michael and Loomis states that there isn't anyone like him. It is now 15 years later and Sam Loomis is sticking to his guns. He doesn't want Michael let out like mm-hmm. fucking ever. He's like, I've, I'm done with this kid. Keep him the He's, fuck away yeah, from me. Yeah, no. Like literally... Chain him up. Don't <laughs> do not fucking let sack, him out. Dude. Throw him in a potato sack. Drag him around. It's fine. So lock him in a padded room. So only as, give him beans and bean cakes. Oh, bean cakes! As they're pulling <laughs> up to the hospital, the woman sees about seven patients wandering around in the cold, dark, rainy night. 
Sam tells oh, her so to, spooky. It is. And Sam tells her to pull up to the gate and he gets out of the car, which I would be terrified. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when this happens, <laughs> when this happens, one of the patients runs up to the car and attacks the girl inside the vehicle and steals the car. Mm-hmm. Loomis runs up and he's like, he's gone. The evil <laughs> is gone. And the evil, scene concludes. Evil, 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 evil. <laughs> and we now meet Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And she's in high school and meets up with some little bozo kid as she's walking to school. It's actually mm-hmm. also uh, another little fact. She is the only teenager like actual teenager teenager in this really? movie yeah and um as she's walking to school she walks by what is referred to as the spook house and we get a glimpse of michael myers who's still in the house stalking like, menacingly he's standing in the doorway he's yeah. always standing very like out in the open he but is, no one notices dude. him nobody like how do you, it's, it's a big man <laughs> and it's during it's the day it's a pretty big man but it's fine. during the day but he's not okay. like a beefy man but he's tall He's, He's tall, tall and, I mean, he probably weighs some. Michael like, Myers, well, not too much. Michael Myers is, like, the one serial not... killer that I can cosplay because I'm not tall, but he is skinny, so I can pull it off. I can't be Jason because I'm not a big man. No, yeah, but, like, he is, like, he's tall and he's he's a big guy. He's, he's not, a little big, but in the he's first Halloween, built. he's skinny. Like, yeah, he's no, pretty skinny. That's what I'm saying. Like, he gets he's bigger as the movies go on, he does. for sure. Yeah, he, get, he does get way beefier. But, um, but, yeah, he's still a very tall man. He is a big Still boy. pretty fucking freaky. So Sam Loomis is yelling at a man because Michael is now on the loose and no man is safe with Sam Loomis on his fucking rampage. And the man <laughs> says that there is no way Michael could have traveled to Haddonfield, which is 50 miles away, because he's like, dude, Michael can't drive. He's been in a hospital for like years and years. But I mean, I guess he can drive. <laughs> As we all know, we saw him drive just the, like that same night. So dude, he yeah. he's playing he's... Need for Speed up in his cell and uh, yeah, he learned. You, you have video games in 1978? Yeah, come <laughs> on, dude. You had Need for Speed. Come on. So Need for Speed for PS2, you kidding me? In class, Laurie looks out the window and sees Michael in full costume and mask standing behind a car across the street, and he's staring directly into the window at her before her teacher gets her attention. Mm-hmm. And she looks away, she's like talking to her, she's being some smart schooly girl. Super smart. I she was is. like, I was trying to like grasp like what they were talking about, and then she lost me like halfway. I was she, like, no fucking way. <laughs> she started talking and Brie was lost. And, <laughs> I was like, uh, uh... She looks back, the strange William Shatner figure is gone. And the child that we met earlier... <laughs> so funny that it's William Shatner. Yeah, I guess if people I, everyone knows this is the first fact like horror movie or yeah. horror movie fact you'll find if you look up on google but if you guys don't know it's, william uh, shatner's like, matt well william face. shatner is the face that the mask for michael myers is based off I, of. I just wonder why william like shatner. why william shatner star trek I mean, I guess, but like, why him? Like William Shatner, Star Trek. <laughs> I guess. Okay. So the child we met earlier uh, gets absolutely destroyed by some kids that suggest that the boogeyman is going to come and get him, and they proceed to destroy him and his pumpkin by pushing him over. So onto fucking the pumpkin. mean. It is very mean. And we see Michael standing in the background, uh, stalking, and he actually grabs a child by the shoulder and like brushes him off. And it's yeah, really interesting to see that he doesn't want to kill him. He's just kind of like, ah, I'm focused on. Other he stuff. doesn't. He, it's it's weird. He's focused for no he reason. He doesn't. He doesn't kill kids. No. No. He'd, it's just teenagers. But he does later. <laughs> he doesn't kill a kid later. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, uh, mm. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in five he kills someone. Oh, in five, he kill maybe. that little girl? Maybe. Pretty fucking sure. The story gets so convoluted later, but whatever. Yeah. Well, we're not. We're not. We're, we're sticking. We're sticking to the first one. So he starts following. Um, what was the kid's name again? Uh, Tommy. Tommy, um, yeah. It was Tommy. Yeah. He's following Tommy, and he's, like, tailing him, um, driving fucking by him. It's so... <laughs> so creepy. 
He, he casually steps into the car to tell a child because Michael just drives and that's fine. And he only follows him for a few seconds before he drives off completely undetected. And um, <laughs> we're back to the tall tale of Sam Loomis, who is still contacting peeps and warning them of the evil at foot. And he finds a crashed vehicle with a business card laying about and runs off without even slightly looking to the right to discover a dead body. And uh, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, uh, Lord. I'm going to go ahead and call this another confirmed kill at this point, even though we didn't see it. Yeah. So this but, is another well, one. I'm yeah. not, not going to mention all of them as we go. I'm just going to say them at the end, but that's another mm-hmm. confirmed kill. So Lori meets up with all of her delinquent cigarette smoking friends, and she's walking to school and states that she forgot her English book while her friend drones on about how she always forgets her English book, her math book, her science book. Oh she's God. like, all the books, really. You don't really that, need it's books. It's that blonde girl, right? What's her <laughs> fucking name again? Um, Lydia... She is the most annoying one. Lid- She's so annoying. Lidwin? Lydia? Lidwin? No, it's something with an L. I wrote it down at some point, but I'm not going to find it right okay. now. It's fucking whatever. And uh, Lori sees a car approaching from behind, and one of the girls comments that she thinks it's one of the neighbor boys, but we see that it's very obviously Michael just driving by, <laughs> staring like a complete doofball. And he's driving <laughs> like ball, he's driving it. a complete two miles an hour, and one of Lori's friends, uh, it was that blonde, oh no, it was Annie, I think. Yeah. She's like, hey, jerk. Speed kills. Yeah. And he's going a whole one mile an hour. This guy is not moving in the slightest. Going a whopping <laughs> 0.3 miles per hour. <laughs> he fucking like reacts to this and he parks and just kind of stares at them and mm-hmm. like, oh, geez, I think They're we like, messed oh, up. Oh, no. And he kind of just oh, goes, he, he just leaves. It's whatever. Lori's now walking back home later with her other friend and she sees Michael standing right beside a bush. <laughs> like just, just standing there staring at them so out there. so funny to me. It's he's hilarious. Like, it's fucking stance, funny. He's just like, it's like... <laughs> It's Cameron. Cameron stance. on the stairs or in that doorway is just like that is uh, our best friend Ali's husband Cameron standing on the stairs in a power stance. Great guy, great, great power move. And again, <laughs> she looks away and looks back, and he's still standing there just in broad fucking daylight behind. And she's like, "Okay, so there's a guy over there." And her <laughs> friend goes over to investigate, but she sees nothing, and then she makes fun of Lori. She's like, "Hey, he's over there. He wants to talk to you." <laughs> Lori <laughs> departs from her friend and heads inside of her house. She again sees Michael Myers standing behind the white sheets which is a very iconic scene which is even used in friday the 13th part two yeah. before he acquires his uh-huh. uh bag head which is fucking awesome i love that scene so much it's like, cool yeah you it's the first time you see jason and they're alluding to the like one of the best fucking slashers of, of course, all time yeah. it's, it's uh, actually a lot of movies do that a um, lot of movies uh go when, back to um, this exact scene this exact fucking uh, scene it's the original um pennywise yeah he, yeah, he has a, a scene yeah, in the you're right you're right in the that, uh, the clothing lines outside. It's it's so fucking it's, cool. Fu- like, it's iconic, dude. Everyone it's wants to iconic. use it, and it's never like I never frown never, when I see it. Because it's, it's never like, in bad oh, taste. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's, like you can make it with intentions in making it bad taste. It'll still be fucking. <laughs> it's awesome. still fucking cool. I it's still, still love it. It's the best thing ever. So Laurie then gets a silent call. Who at first we assume is Michael, but before she gets a call back, or before this, she gets a f- call back from uh, her friend to discuss their plans for later on. Mm-hmm. She picks her up, and this is Annie, and they head out to I don't know wherever at this point. Uh, they're smoking a joint, actually. And we meet up with good old Loomis briefly again, and he's speaking to a gravekeeper as they both discover that the body of Judith Myers, Michael's sister, has been dug up. Mm-hmm. So we all know this is the night Michael comes home. It's it's happening. Lori and her bud are now driving and smoking this joint. And her friend notices that her policeman father is standing on the side of the road that they're passing by. And they toss the joint out and they're like, they're totally acting like this car doesn't smell like they weren't just smoking a whole ass joint in this. You have to think it's 1978. 
weed, it's gonna smell like fucking dirt. <laughs> it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna smell like fucking dirt. I will give you that. You're right. Yeah, you, that's actually like, a very it's, it's good. It's probably point. a lot easier. <coughs> it was probably a lot easier to hide the smell back then than it is now. You're not wrong because it just smelled like fucking dying fetuses. It just smelled like like leaves. Yeah, just <laughs> like some leaves grass. and twigs. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's fine. I'm gonna get past that because you just yeah. you made a good point. So as they're leaving, uh, Sam Loomis shows up to speak about the robbery that just took place at the Halloween store, mm-hmm. which we hear that like someone took mass, which is kind of weird. But I guess it's just. Uh, actually, it doesn't matter. I was gonna say it's weird because the timeline, because he already had the mask, but they probably just got to it late. That I don't know why I'm even focusing yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so we see Michael drive right behind Loomis before the scene changes. Like he's just standing there. He's like, ha, 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 waiting. Da, 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 da. And Michael just drives <laughs> behind him, so casual. It's so hilarious seeing Michael just drive by, Dude, especially when like... the windows down, because it's just this figure in a fucking weird like overall suit like, thing, just wearing a mask, just driving so by, weird. not moving. It's so weird to see it because like you almost have to like put yourself like as an actor in a movie and like try and pretend that you don't see this fucking like six foot three <laughs> fucking figure with a William Shatner mask on when they driving dri- a fucking car. Like if I was in this movie, I'd be laughing my ass off. Yeah, just it'd be of fucking hard. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my fucking God. How fucking hilarious so would that be? Just fucking like Jesus, man. That is so fucking funny. So we're on to the uh, girl talk now, which quickly ends when um, we're drowned with a Halloween theme song. Mm-hmm. And since my and this is because Michael is following like directly behind Lori's ride. Yeah. Lori gets dropped off at the home of the child that she babysits, Tommy, and um, Michael follows closely behind as she steps into the house. So at this point, Sam Loomis and um, Alpha Father show up to Michael's old house and slowly start to realize that something may have been in the house. And the policeman utters, he's like, this couldn't be a man. And Loomis is like, this is no man. This is evil. Evil, 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 evil. As they're searching the house, a rocket's thrown through the window, and they're not very, uh, (laughs) I don't know, they don't really care too much. Like, oh, dude, that's a very scary rock. It's a rock. And Loomis begins to tell this uh, background with Michael. He's like, all right, well, years ago, I met a six-year-old child with a palest face with uh, black and death in his eyes. Mm -hmm. He spent eight years trying to get to him and then seven years attempting to keep him contained because he was pure evil. So that's the background that we get on Michael. That's pretty much all the background we get on Michael in his first Halloween film. And the cop says that he wants to alert the higher up so that they can find the man. And Loomis is like, oh, well, you can't do this because Michael's going to know you're looking for him and then he's going to get away. Like, just just don't alert anyone. The cop's like, uh, all right, sir. All right, I'll just listen to a doctor. (laughs) All right, doctor that I don't know and I don't even know if you're a doctor because I haven't (laughs) asked for your credentials. I'm just going to go ahead and not alert the rest of the authorities about this thing that I should definitely alert them about because this is definitely protocol. Let me just ignore protocol for this man I just met that is honestly... He seems seems like he knows well. He sounds crazy. Everything he's saying sounds fucking insane. But we're going to believe him. We're going to take his word for it. We got this, guys. So at the house, Lori gets a call from her good bud, Annie, whose uh, dog is barking extensively inside of the house because obviously something's around, but she does not pick up on this. Yeah. We see Michael lurking outside, and the conversation continues with Annie telling Lori that uh, Ben Steamer is really into her and wants to take her to the dance. <laughs> you do not want to be around a guy named Ben Steamer. I might have got that wrong, but that's what I picked Steamer. up from this, and I'm going to roll with it. So Tommy looks out of the window and sees uh, Michael Steamer standing across the street with his Stanley cleaner. And even though it's Halloween and everyone is in a costume, trick or treat, 
reading. Like, he's just kind of like, this is fine. And he gets Lori's attention, but when she looks out, nothing's around. She's like, all right, dude, shut the fuck up. Even though she was seeing the same figure earlier. You're fine. And he hangs up on uh, the phone on Lori because uh, she spilled shit all over her clothes, like, in the complete idiot way. It was, this was totally like an infomercial way. Like, she was just like, oh, God, it's everywhere. And she just gets naked, like, even though there's a child that she's babysitting in the next room. Yeah, it's not even her, like, little sister or anything no, it's it's, not, it's, a, it's a child that'd be whatever but it's just your friend's baby sister like right, that's, like, that's kind of weird like don't she's like don't do that just she's don't. in her panties like titties are out yeah well like which she's i'm in fine like a, with if i was the little sister i'd be okay with this she's but, in, like, of course you would be but like she's yeah. it's weird because she like keeps her shoes on <laughs> and her Does socks she? on yeah i did not notice her that. like uh, she has like some high yellow socks on wow. uh we're talking about annie right yeah she's annie. got some like a uh, knee-high yellow socks on and some shoes and then just like a yeah, it's it's fucking weird. I don't well, know. Well, I guess she didn't spill on her shoes. That's all I got to say about it. She didn't have to I wash guess, her shoes. I mean, Why are you going to wash your socks when you're Maybe when she clean? puts them on later, but I didn't I didn't see that. Wait, did you see it in that scene or later? She just had shoes on. I saw when she was taking her uh, clothes to the laundry room that she has socks and shoes on. Oh, okay. Maybe she put them <laughs> off off camera or maybe she just kind of went over it. I don't know. If she was wearing, uh, is this, <laughs> this was, well, this was 78. They weren't wearing skinny jeans, so you could just pull your big old, like, flaring pants right off. <laughs> flaring pants. That's what they are, right? The you flare pants? Your... <laughs> flaring. I don't know. I'm hey. pretty sure that's the technical hey, name for pants. it. Hey, your pants, they're flaring. They're flaring, bud. <laughs> Oh, oh my god so anyway uh michael pushes over a pot and breaks it but annie isn't interested in background noises in, in the very no least bit doesn't give a moment. shit even though you're watching a kid i mean <laughs> so michael is looking inside as the snarling dog approaches but unfortunately he quickly snaps his neck in a pretty sad scene mm-hmm. i fucking hated this but Annie hears the whimper, hears the whimpers, but also thinks that this is just fine for some reason. She's like, "This dog won't stop barking," and she hears like him dying, and then she's like, "Oh, oh, we're good, we're, we're oh, solid now, guys." He, he finally stopped barking. Yeah, we're all good. He stopped barking. Fucking terrible. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. So um, now she's filled with fucking dirty clothes and she heads out into her outdoor shed to wash her clothes and also misses some more uh, very obvious signs that something's wrong because there's a lot more noises going on. Yeah. And after she walks into the room, the door slams closed. She's like, oh, this is weird. And she looks outside. She's like, is someone playing a bag on me? Who's messing around with me? Are you messing with my cojones? And uh, she does not see anything and she just goes back in again. And the door closes again. It slams and it locks. And this time she's like, oh my god, are you? You serious? Are you serious? Oh, I'm holy naked. Oh my god! It's exactly how she's get sounds. naked again, bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, she's got like a shirt on. It. She does point. have a shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I called you out. So Annie freaks out and calls her. For, gotcha, bitch. For her little sister, <laughs> uh, Lindsay, in an attempt, or it's not her little sister. It's her, her uh, friend's little sister, Lindsay. Yeah. And she's trying to escape the laundry room. Um, she's like Lindsay, and Lindsay is not answering because she's watching a cool horror movie. Yeah, Lindsay is, has the right idea here. Yeah. And Annie goes um, to head through the window of the room, and Lindsay gets a call from her man friend that tells Lindsay to Paul. go, yeah, Paul, to go fetch Annie for oh, her. I actually have a fun Paul. fact about that, but I have it written down, so I I'll save it for no later. That's the song she sings. Awesome. So <laughs> she runs out. Thanks for that. She runs out and hears Annie grunting in a struggle. And when she gets there, Annie is stuck in the window in a total porn scenario. Like, this is the fucking... It's, it's, this is yeah. the low-budget porn scenario where yep. the girl gets, like, stuck in a... Or the stepmom gets stuck in a window. She's like, oh, my God, I can't I'm get out. Put your I'm giant naked. dick in me to get me out of this window. <laughs> that Grease me, me up with my pussy juice. <laughs> oh my that's ex- Dude, that's exactly what this, this was. Like so she, vulgar, so quick. Dude, she was like 
her, she, she, she was did not, not need stuck. help. She did not need help. She, she was like, oh my God, I'm stuck. Her ass was just poking out of the window. It was just a panty scene. Yeah, that's all it was. That's I'm all fine I did with it, it but like, the, just give me a I mean, porno at this point. Nothing was there, but. No, no. Nothing was there. It looked like your ass hanging out that window. Yeah, I hate to break it to you guys, but it's not something that you want to see. I mean, it's not something you don't want to see. It's not something you don't want to see, but it's not something you're going to go out of your way to find. I mean, maybe, if that's your type. I guess. I guess if flab ass Caleb ass is what you're looking for, <laughs> that's fine. So anyway, she doesn't get got yet. I'm even changing your name in the group You chat. really think she's going to get killed in this scene because yeah. she's stuck in a window. Like if you're not going to get a dick in you, you're going to get a knife in you like, in this scene. He is but the, she doesn't get either. He's the worst killer at this point because if you were going to kill anybody, like, I mean, come on, she's right there. She's trapped. She's right there. You could have put the knife right in her butthole. You could have. Like, you did. It was right there. It was asking for it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so Lindsay and Annie walk back into the house, and uh, Annie leaves her door wide open, even though so much mm. sketchy shit. Stop. Le- don't leave your door open in general. But don't so do it, much, period. So much Dude. is happening. For like, just stop. Not even a screen door. They don't even have a screen door that they can close and lock. A screen door isn't going to help. But either way, close. No, like one of those something. metal ones, the security ones. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Those you're might. Right. Does, might do people have those on their bit. back door? I've never seen one on a back door before. I have. Really? Yeah. That's fancy. That's no, some not cl- really. Yeah, that's some high class shit right there. That's like you gotta be like, you know, level ten ghetto. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it's kinda ghetto. Well <laughs> <laughs> So uh Annie leaves the door open and she gets a call and she's like she's gonna go pick up her man friend. So she gets Lindsay away from the TV and they both head over to Tommy Doyle's house to be rid of the child. <laughs> and Annie can't get into her car Destroy because she forgot her keys, so she heads back into her house to retrieve her desired possessions. She sings her way around town, and she eventually gets uh, back inside of her car, but she seems to have a weird feeling, because she looks at the... Um, the There's, like, con- condensation? Yeah, like, right? like some yeah. fog and stuff on the yeah. fucking windshield, so she's like, like, what the fuck? Because throughout this whole movie, all you hear is... <sighs> From so, Michael, yeah, so Mi- yeah, you know Michael was breathing up directly onto the windshield. Hot ass breath, and um, she is like kind of just like squinting her eyes and looking at the windshield and wipe it off. She's like, huh, weird. And Michael <laughs> grabs her neck from behind and starts to choke her. She honks the horn repeatedly and she's like screaming bloody fucking murder, but no one hears this. And Michael finishes a job and leaves her head on the horn of the steering wheel, which I don't know if it got and, moved or if it was just honking the whole time. But she dies like cross-eyed. Oh, does she? <laughs> yeah, she's like. Oh, I love a good cross-eyed death. What was this? Is this Kill 3? I think this is Kill 3 at this point. Uh, I'm not sure. Wasn't keeping track. Um, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, um, Lindsay and Tommy are watching TV, and he looks out the window again over at Annie's house, and he sees Michael again, and he freaks the fuck out, and Sam Loomis uh, sees some kids heading into the Michael Myers house, the spook house, and he almost lets them walk right in. You think he's gonna just, like, test them out, and be like, oh, is he in there? But uh, he bends over into a bush, and he's like, he starts whispering. He's like, hey, kids. Get your ass away from there. And uh, in the creepiest fucking way ever. And then the policeman steps up. That shit up. did give me fucking chills, dude. I was well, like, fuck, why does sound, it? He sounded like a fucking you, child molester. Why you do your voice like that? Hey, kids, get away from there. Get your ass away from there. It's fucking spooky, dude. It was weird. Like, just warn them casually. I don't know. We're being fucking weird. Oh, no. I was telling you to stop rustling with the papers, not pointing to your beard, but I'll take this, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I was making noise. Oh, I... Just say what you gotta say, Brie. I keep telling you. That this is the new chapter of Horror Soup. If you need to yell okay, at me because I'm being right. dumb, just yell at me. All right, I'll the do it next The listeners need to lo- low that I'm an idiot. Loathe Fear me. Loathe me. <laughs> so, anyway, um, the fucking cop dude walks behind him, and he's like... 
he, he for some reason doesn't question this trench-coated man who he still barely knows telling kids <laughs> to get their ass away from a house. And he's still, like, on this guy's side at this point and trusts him. So it's fucking really questionable. I don't trust this cop. Yeah. Well, this is, like, a this pretty is young a cop, I guess. This is a different time, it's too. It's a but, different oh, time. And on, then, dude. like... It kind of gives you the feel that it's it's Haddonfield, so it's a small town, so nothing really like happens. Like, dude, if you were a cop and you saw a ki- a dude in a trench coat bending over a bald and you barely know him, like whispering at some kids, I don't care right. what. I don't yeah. care if you think this guy has credentials. You investigate that. <laughs> at least ask him for his credentials at that point. Like, at least tell him to go home. Go get go. out of here. Fuck off, old man. <laughs> Fuck off, old man. And he tells Loomis that so far it's just been like pranks and kids getting high and shit. And he has a hunch that Sam was wrong about a man lurking in the streets. Loomis eventually convinces him that he's telling the truth. And um, he agrees to stick around just in case he's right. So he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll kind of watch around just in case. And uh, Lindsay's older sister shows back up at her house with her date and wonders where Annie and Lindsay are for an entire two seconds before she decides that she's going to get plowed on the couch. <laughs> and... Ultimately, or unfortunately for her, she didn't even check inside the house whatsoever to even see if there was still a kid around. It was just 100% <laughs> darkness in there, and she's like, all right, mm, so if get she, plowed. If she did look around, she might have noticed that there was Michael Myers standing a whole five feet away from her watching the watching entire Watching them bone. It was pretty awesome. He got a free pass. <laughs> he did. So Lori calls and assures that uh, Lindsay is taken care of for the night. She's, they're like, all right, let's go fuck some more. And they wander <laughs> off, and uh, the scene is some ridiculous under-the-cover humping. Ah, uh, dude, it's so bad. It's I so would, bad. I'd probably hate this movie if it wasn't for the boobs in the beginning because of the uncomfortable humping. It's it's so uncomfortable, and the noises are uncomfortable, and then, like, I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but either way, when they're done, he's like, oh, fantastic. She's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I... uh, there was totally, neither of you climaxed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and I actually wrote that down, too. I'm glad you brought that up, because Jesus. I was very concerned about that. It was very Fantastic. alarming, but it's whatever. The The only cool scene, the only cool part about the scene is that um, there's a little pumpkin sitting right next to them. Yeah. I do like that. It looks Spooky. fucking awesome. It does, It looks yeah. so cool. I, I wonder if that was real. It almost looked not real, but I don't know. It looked real to me, but I didn't really look into it It could have just hard. been a 1978 pumpkin, where I don't know if pumpkins had evolved yet, then. No, I don't think they did. They hadn't reached their full potential. Have you seen, like, bananas, like, way, way back in the day? Yeah, they hadn't evolved. No, like, bananas... I'm getting way off topic. Bananas way, way back in the day had giant fucking seeds in them, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So gross to me. Well, now we have artificial food, so I don't think... Is a pumpkin a fruit? It has seeds. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin has to be a fruit. Yeah, definitely is. Huh. So anyway, yeah, as Bree said, they fuck for a solid 30 seconds before she's like, fantastic. Did you say he said it or she said it? Because she think, said it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know who said, said it. I, I just saw on subtitles. It. Uh, ma- it said, uh, oh, okay. comma, fantastic. I would not have cared <laughs> if he said fantastic because obviously you got your nut. You got your 30 second nut. You had a great time. Yeah. She said fantastic. And that was very alarming That's to me. That's a lie. You know that was not great. And if great. that isn't but high school is, sex, then I don't know The thing is, is, though, it wasn't a lie because she was smiling and she was smitten like she had the greatest time ever. God, dude. It's so fucking weird. So we see the shadow of Michael Myers wandering by and this chick tells this dumbass to go grab her a beer and he's like, all right, I'll be right back. Don't get dressed. And it's like, what the fuck are you going to do, dude? Like, plow her for 30 seconds yeah, again? Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, you're... <laughs> dude, take You're her... going to give her a headache is what you're going to do. Are you fucking kidding me? It's so ridiculous. going to give the so, poor chick a fucking migraine. Homeboy heads down. I had a migraine watching this. 
<laughs> just seeing <laughs> her hurt. like approve of this. It was painful. And he heads out into the kitchen to grab some beer and like pitch ass black. And he hears a noise and he notices that the back door is open. He's like, "Come on out!" But nothing answers. And he opens another door as Michael Myers steps right on out and chokes this fucking dude. He holds mm-hmm. him in the air and then he gives him one solid stab to the stomach, which goes through his body and attaches him to the wall. Yeah. And we get this cool shot of like it comes out like it, you see that he got stabbed and then it zooms down to his feet and you see like his feet kind of like clenches he's dying but he doesn't touch the floor because he's yeah. he's attached he's, to the wall he's, he's fucking, suspended it's so cool would you call that suspended yeah he's suspended yeah, there. okay yeah. and uh michael stands and stares at him and um it is really cool because michael is turning his head at the body like a dog like he's turning yeah, his head he's back like, and forth hmm. and this alludes to like you know we see that michael is pure evil and he is a monster he's not yeah. actually like human even though he is because that is not how he's a human, human would react form. to a kill yeah he is he's a human form yeah. but he's definitely something different he is some kind of monster because mm-hmm. that is not how a human would react to their kill or at least most humans don't kill if they're sane but you know like he's just he's acting like an animal you don't would. you don't do the little uh cute head turn like no a dog you don't does. you don't and it's i really like this scene it's fucking mm-hmm. cool so michael then gets a white sheet and he throws it over this uh, head this is my fucking favorite this scene is in this so whole fucking movie, cool i love this he scene. throws this sheet over his head and he turns into a spooky ghost with cut out eyes and then he and puts his glasses on <laughs> yeah he puts the fucking glasses on the dude's glasses i on. love it and um, the girlfriend gets annoyed at the lack of responses by this man who she, for some reason, assumes for like 10 minutes is her boyfriend. And she's much bigger than your boyfriend, but okay. Very much bigger. <laughs> much and taller, she tries to call Lori, but because she's just like bored because Michael isn't answering. He's just in there with a fucking sheet on himself. <laughs> it's honestly hilarious and awesome at the same time. It's funny because he's a big fucking man and he's it's fucking, just, it has a sheet over his I head. I just think it's so funny thinking of the psychology of this. Like he killed someone. He was like, you know what? I'm going to put a sheet on, cut some he's eye like, holes you know out, what? and then this put this Great idea. He's like, dude, this he is He took a- the time to go find scissors, cut eye holes out. No, dude, he took the time to find a sheet, find scissors, cut the eye holes <laughs> exactly. out, and then put glasses on top of the eye holes. Yeah. Because, because, like, dude, you can't tell me this isn't a comedy routine. Yeah. This is a gag. He was probably like, you know what? This this would be fucking... She would love this. He's like, dude, I've been killing people. It's been all well and fun, but, like... like I, I need a release. I need, I need something a release, funny. Bro. I need something fucking funny. Like, I'm not getting my rocks off completely. I need to make... I need to, I need to, I need to get I need this. to get off. Yeah. This was so fucking funny, though. So, yeah, she's on the phone and talking to Lori, and then um, Michael Ghost walks up from behind and strangles her with a phone cord. Mm-hmm. And Lori is, like, hearing the death noises, but... She assumes that these are sex noises until they get like a little bit weird and a little more murdery. And she's yeah. like, okay, I think I need to go investigate. <laughs> so Sam, Lupi- Sam, Sam Lupus, Lupus. <laughs> is hot on Michael's tail at this point. And Lori grabs her key to go see what's going on at the house across the street, which is, um, this is Lydia or Linda. Linda. I think her name is Linda. It might be it's Linda. It's L-Y-N-D-A. I think that's why I was thinking Lindy- Lydia. But I think it's Linda. You, you, you wrote I it. I see it right here. It's Linda. Linda? Okay. Yeah. But it's spelled L-Y-N-D-A, so I kept thinking Lydia. So Linda was a blonde chick, right? Yes, that was yeah. a blonde chick. She was fucking annoying. And she arrives at the house and assumes that um, Linda and Annie are playing a prank on her as she hasn't heard any of them, anything from either of them in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. So she walks to the house and she doesn't see anything or hear anything, but like just kind of some ominous sound every once in a while. She walks into this room and she sees the gravestone reading Judith Meyer sitting on the bed. And it kind of, I looked away because I was typing my notes at this time. Was that Judith's body or is that Annie's body? Um, I think... I think it was Annie's body. I don't think it was. I don't really Because think... he dug up her grave, so I think it might have been his sister's body laying there. But I don't know. We never, unless that, I'm pretty sure that was hers, and I'm probably a terrible Halloween fan for not remembering. Yeah, no, me but too. But I remember this scene, but I don't remember exactly who's in it. 
but I you know think, I don't think I really don't think that they because Michael's sister was blonde, right? She was, and oh, I, that's both why I think Fuck. it was a brown-haired body. So I think it was Annie's body. I want to say kind, because, but it's also kind of weird because why would you put Judith's tombstone there if it wasn't? It it was probably Judith. Then. I'm, yeah, that's why I'm not going to focus on. Let's move on because I don't, I don't really think they I'm zoomed pretty, into the body. No, they they did. I just looked away at the time, and I didn't feel like rewinding back. I'm going to rewatch it. So anyway, Lori freaks out, and then a body flies out from the closet, and she turns around and discovers another dead body sitting in the corner of the room, and mm-hmm. it's pretty much like uh, the boyfriend, Annie, and then uh, Linda. Yeah. So she realizes all her friends are fucking dead. She freaks oh, out, and she dead. backs into a corner. <laughs> Push me to the edge. And she gets stabbed <laughs> by Michael Myers, who approaches from behind her. He's always coming from behind people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his favorite position is doggy style. Probably. And she falls down the stairs, and the chase and ensure- and uh and ensues. This would have like broken somebody's fucking neck, dude. That was a they, bad it's fall. It's a bad fall. It was a bad fucking fall. And uh she closes and locks a door behind her as she tries to make her escape, but Michael breaks through the door and he reaches his hand inside which forces Lori to break the window and run off. Mm-hmm. She's screaming and screaming for help, but she doesn't seem to get an answer from absolutely anyone, and she actually heads to a house and they turn their light on and they look out the window and this is a thing we talk about all the time. They quickly close the window and shut the light off when they see Lori screaming. They're yeah. like, yeah, I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> Lori I makes, mean, I, I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... What, we've talked about this a million times. Yeah. So, um, eventually, um, she gets there in the nick of time before she gets grabbed by Michael, because um, he isn't making, like, a big deal about opening the door for Lori. I, I, she, like, um, because she, she gets to the house that she was babysitting at with yes. uh, Tommy and uh, Lindsay, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, like, she's like, Tommy, open the door, open the door, and he's not answering, so she grabs, like, a potted plant, and she throws it at the window. Then the light comes on, and, and she's like, Tommy, open the door, and he's like, what? I just, um... <laughs> Lazily walks downstairs and opens the door right yes. in fucking time, dude. I just had a thought, um, The Shining came out in 1980, this is 1978, mm-hmm. and that scene with Michael breaking the door when Laurie's, like, escaping through, you know, he breaks the door, and then he reaches his hand in there and unlocks the door. I wonder, The Shining probably got that from Halloween, probably, right? Do you know it's, for sure? Because really, I didn't look that up or anything. I don't know but for I'm sure. sure that but I'm has to sure. be what it's Hold going on. back to. I have to. a sneeze coming in hot. Hold on. Wonderful. So, um, but yeah, that's just, it's just crazy how many movies this film influenced. It's God fucking it. crazy. So, Michael it, makes it. It's, sorry to interrupt, but it's like, it's crazy seeing that like. A lot of horror films dude, take these shit are, from other horror yes, films, and it's just like movies get shit from huge, other iconic dude. movies. Like The Shining is one of the most influential horror movies yeah. of all time as well. Like, dude, that is a fucking that's one of my fucking favorites. It's one of the biggest horror movies of all time, and even that takes something from Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's just like, fucking crazy. It, it really is crazy, and I love it. God, and th- these are the it. type of movies, and these are the type of movies that I love discussing because it just really makes me love horror. Like so, it really does. Like I love it's horror, like, and it's just it feels oh like my God. It's it's gonna sound so cheesy, but it it feels like a family almost. <laughs> like it, it's it weird. Is. I mean the the horror community is fucking great. And we yeah. even talked to like our fan Gabe about this too, who actually mm-hmm. did a report on us, and I'm waiting for him to oh, send it yeah. to us. He's I don't know if I told you. He's I don't know if you saw. He said he got an A plus. Yeah, I saw that he got an A plus. That's fucking yeah. awesome. I can't wait to we read. We were talking it. To him earlier. I cannot wait to read that. Shout out to you, Gabe. You cool. So anyway, Michael makes it inside and he tries to grab Lori, but um, she manages to stab him in the neck and he falls. And we now see that Sam Loomis is just casually walking around and he happens to run into the cop. Mm-hmm. He tells the officer that he found Michael's car and he's currently on the hunt for him. And he's just like, all right, you go this way, I'll go that way. <laughs> like, all right. And then we never see the cop Split again. <laughs> <laughs> and Lori reunites with Lindsay and Tommy right as Michael shows back up. She tells them to hide and shut the door and she decides to hide in a closet, which is... 
I'm going to say questionable. A bad idea, but um, I feel like this is also, like, did you, oh, I thought you paused it. Um, this is also, like, a, a lot of horror movies take this. Like, she runs. Yeah, she runs, like, inside of the closet and, like, fucking hides, no weapon, no anything, and it's like, don't. No weapon, don't ev- it's closed up. You ran upstairs. What are you going to do? Jump out of a window? Peter from jump, fucking Hereditary style. Jump out of the closet? <laughs> well, it's going to happen. Uh, and he's, like, rattling in anger. We see this really cool scene of her cowering in the corner as Michael breaks the door down and uh, then turns on the light. And she thinks on her feet, like, really fast, and she grabs his clothes hanger, she bends it around, and she stabs him in the eye as she tries, or as he tries to get inside. Mm-hmm. This slows him down for a minute, and he drops his knife. She stabs him one more time, like, I think it was, like, chest area, something like that. Yeah, you can't and, really, uh, like, see where where exactly she stabs him, but... She, you she, probably can, but we probably some... didn't pay attention. But no, it's a dark scene. Oh, it is kind of dark. Yeah. Well, I, no, the light's on at this Yeah, point. but still, you can't really see where she stabs him. Yeah, you might be right. And, well, maybe uh, my brain I don't, I don't know enough about know. science to dispute this. True. And uh, she sits in the closet for a moment. Oh, since I said that right now, I just realized, like, a long time ago, I when we were talking about, like, Allie and, like, whether we like Charlie Day or Allie more, I said that that quote was from Charlie Day, and I don't know why. No one said this to me, and no one corrected this. I, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I was sitting around one day, and I was like... Don't know enough about science to dispute this. That's a Matt quote. Wow. It's not a Charlie Day quote. That's Charlie Day fucking talking to him about stars, and he's like, yeah, I put the garbage in the furnace, and then it burns up, and it turns into stars, and Matt's like, oh, I don't know. I don't. That doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about science to stars I was going to say, it didn't this. really kind of sound like a Charlie quote, but no, I mean, yeah, I was wrong. Allie I know, still wins either way. I don't know why I was thinking about... No, no. Yeah. No, Matt yeah, wins. No. I'm sorry, Allie. Get shit on, bud. She doesn't listen, but, uh... <laughs> but Whenever she, she starts she again. Wins. She never will. <laughs> she won't. So, anyway, um, she fucking gets out of the closet after sitting there for a moment, and then she walks over his passed out body, which I don't know why I like seeing this, but I just love seeing his body just lifeless on the floor. I was gonna say, it looks like he's, a. Uh, it looks like he's, a uh, deflated. I said it again. Deflated. <laughs> <laughs> Def- like, yeah, deflated. Like, because his body's just kind of, like, laying there, and it looks like they blew him up with, like, a bicycle pump or something. <laughs> oh, my God, that's fucking funny. So, she tells him to go across the street to the Mackenzie's house and uh, to, spe- or to send the police right over, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And we see Lori trying to catch her breath. She's just sitting there, like, next to his body, which could Crying. easily get up. And she's yeah. just like, you should probably move. But we see him slowly getting up behind her. Like, he just, like, goes straight up. He just sits up, up like, He's- Dracula style. I love it's it. It's really cool. I love it. He does that in so that's many movies. That's so hard best. to do. Like, have you ever just tried to, like, sit up, like, straight? It's really hard to do. You're actually not wrong. And um, Imagine he does that thing where he just, like, jumps up, like, like from his back and fucking lands on his feet, breaks out into dance. That'd be dope. So the kids run out the front door screaming, and uh, Sam Loomis witnesses this, and he ever so slowly goes to the house, like, yeah. with no like, rush whatsoever. You... you know something Kids happening. are screaming. <laughs> Go help, dude. But to be fair, kids tend to scream. So Michael grabs like Laurie and, struggles with, and uh, uh, struggles with her for a little bit, and she rips the mask off, and we see a shot of him, and he looks like a standard man, just with, like, a mutilated eye. Yeah, because like, his eye got bad. fucked up from that hanger. And this scene actually has a lot of significance after the fact, and that being that Carpenter was told for years that... People were horrified of, like, seeing Michael Myers' disfigured face mm-hmm. when, in fact, his face is entirely normal. The only it's... thing on his face is, like, his eye is a little messed up from the knife wound He's... or from the uh, the clothes hanger wound. But Carpenter actually believes that this is evidence of uh, the power of the human psyche and, like, the power of cinema. I was just going to say that. And it's really cool because we also hear this from uh, Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface in the mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw. Uh, you know, 1974, baby. Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, recipe re- song. It's like, great mm-hmm. man. And um, I think I've talk- talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, the hook scene in Texas Chainsaw. He's talked about this multiple times. He always asks people, like, hey... 
does a hook go into the girl's body in Texas Chainsaw? And everyone always says, yeah. And I've actually tested this theory on my own. Like, just ask mm-hmm. people about it. People are always like, yeah, of course the hook goes in there. Like, it's fucking brutal. It's terrifying. But it doesn't. It's just you see it happening and you see the reaction on the girl's face, on the actress's face when it's happening. And it gives you so much feeling that you think the hook goes into her yeah. back, but it doesn't. The scene actually switches right as she's being pushed onto the hook. And it's just the same thing here. Like, it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. just you're the human brain seeing what it wants to see because the terror it's, and the direction yeah. of the movie, exactly. the, the directing, like, the acting, everything just makes you feel that terror and it makes you feel like something happened when it didn't. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. Like, I it's, love it's it. It's really cool, yeah. I fucking like, love I it I feel so like much. people were expecting, like, some, like, brutally, like, fucked up, like, fucking face and it's like, not it's, you it's expect not, like a jason it, face or like yeah. back in the day you didn't because jason wasn't a thing but like you know watching now you, you expect like a jason face or something you but expect he's not. this guy to look like a monster he's or a, a normal demon guy. or something because he's he's a normal guy he is human and i have something i think i wrote something about this later too but like my J- carpenter if i did i'll just skip it later but carpenter didn't want people to associate themselves with michael myers I, yeah. I actually might not have written this down or written this down, but he didn't want people to associate with him because he wanted him to be, you know, like he alludes His to in the being. film. He's a monster. He's mm-hmm. not a human. He doesn't want people to relate to him because he's not a relatable character. He is his own separate entity. He is just his own singular being that does his own shit. And actually, like a lot of people talk about this too. And I talk about this and I have talked about this. I will talk about it again. Rob Zombie ruined Michael Myers because you tried <laughs> to relate to him and you try to make him a fucking like douchebag little kid with a prostitute mom or a hooker mom or whatever. No, uh, she was a stripper. She was he, a stripper. Yeah, but. no, he, Rob Zombie tried to give it like a backstory and it's depressing because Rob Zombie's it's, favorite movie is Halloween, but he took away one of John Carpenter's mo like the the thing that John Carpenter liked about Michael was that he wasn't relatable. He yeah. was a monster, and he turned him into a relatable not monster. Yeah, well, and that's I mean, what I hate about it, but whatever. I mean, he didn't have. To, never mind. Go on. It doesn't matter. Fuck Rob Zombie. So he starts to put. Not well, all of his movies are bad, all right? Fuck Rob Zombie. As he starts to put his mask back on, Sam Loomis enters the room and shoots him. And then he shoots him a couple more times for good measure, and he falls out the window. <laughs> Sam Loomis confirms that this was, in fact, the boogeyman after Laurie's like, Is that the boogeyman? He's like, Yeah, that's the boogeyman. The boogeyman. And uh, he looks out the window again, and Michael's already fucking gone within like seconds. He's big gone. So this is another thing. He we know out. Michael is a monster because he just got stabbed the fuck up, destroyed, shot up three times, in and the then fucking, falls like, out a window. Chest areas in main arteries dude. and leaves within a split second of yeah. like him looking at the window yeah. and looking back within like 15 seconds so it's fucking awesome the halloween theme He's song plays again and laurie cries in hysterics as we get a few shots of the house and hear some breathing getting louder and louder as the screen fades out so fucking cool dude great movie this movie <sighs> it's like no matter like how many times i watch this movie I'll never get tired of it. No, you can't. Even when I'm taking notes on it and shit, like, sitting there, it's fucking amazing. It's, it's such a fucking classic. It's fucking iconic. And it if it doesn't put you in the fucking spooky mood, then you're doing it wrong. You know, and it's crazy, too, because it's a 1978 movie. You'd think that it, lo- it would lose some of its characteristic over the years. You'd think it'd feel boring to watch. But every time I put this movie on, I'm so enthralled. I've seen it's it. Great. I've seen this movie hundreds of times. Every time I put it on, it's like it's like I've never seen it before. Like the 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 amount of interest that I have in it, it's like it's a movie that I've never seen before, and I'm amazed by everything that's going on, and I just can't look away from the screen. Yeah, it's uh, and this movie and what it's 2019 now, 41 years old, mm-hmm. 41 years old, and still timeless. has that effect. Still is ranked one of the best horror movies Fucking of all time. Timeless. That sounded so gross. 
Yeah, I'm drinking a Michelada. <laughs> um, so, guys, now we are done with the movie. We're going to get into the kill count. Let's do it. So, this movie, it has, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, kind of seven kills, and we're going to get into why. I'm gonna, My number is seven. It's not seven, and we're going to talk about it right now. The it's first seven, kill, and it's not seven. Yes. The okay. first kill is Michael's sister by stabbing. Mm-hmm. She is nude. The second kill is the guy on the side of the road, red car. <laughs> the third one is the dog outside of Annie's house, and I am going to count that as a yeah. kill because it's fuck kill. you. Yeah. The fourth one is Annie in her car strangled. Mm-hmm. The fifth kill is Linda's boyfriend um, levitating stab through chest. The sixth kill is <laughs> Linda, who was strangled on the phone with Lori. And the seventh one... The reason why I say kind of is because it's kind of Michael. He dies, but he doesn't die. He, he always comes back. I would not count that no, as a kill. No, so I'm going to go ahead and say, are we going to count the dog? Yes, we're going to count I'm going to count, so six. Six. This is a, a six, because Michael six doesn't kills. die. No, he does not. So this is six with a uh, fake fake. Yeah. So, fake, okay. Fake. <laughs> Best kill in your opinion in this movie? Mm. Mine is personally the opening kill. It is Michael killing his sister. I love seeing him walk into the house, grab the clown mask, fucking stab his sister. That's a she good one because it's, it's POV. And it's POV, and it's just insane. You know that he's crazy because th- he has no reason for doing it. He's just, he couldn't go trick-or-treating. He was sad. He was mad at his sister. Just fucking pissed, fucking dude. killed her. <laughs> I think that's awesome. It's not just the kill that gets to me that makes it my favorite kill. It is the It's the opening to the Halloween story. It's the opening to Michael Myers. I just... That's my favorite kill. I'm gonna for that say, reason. okay, after that one, it would probably be um, Linda's boyfriend. That one was really fucking cool. The I thought levi- you were gonna say the ghost. I thought guy. you were gonna say the Linda. That actually is my second favorite too, just because that is. Well, because like, those are both it, it, tied. It is a cool kill. I just I like the ghost. The it's sheet awesome. scene. The kill is cool, cool, but the cool is just a strangulation. It's the not cool really that cool. Is the ghost part of it? But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, uh, Linda's boyfriend is the best. Also, I'm mm-hmm. gonna put it right up there because you see Michael, like I said, like turning his head, and it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. chilling. It's crazy. He's giving him an ocular pat down. It is so cool. What do you think the worst kill was? Annie. Annie in her car. That was the really. Yeah, I don't like. I thought the strangling like... with um um fucking Linda was less cool. Pers- actually, my worst kill is the the dog. Well, obviously the dog, but um yeah, that's I my just, least favorite. The kill. way. Annie is not a good, um, I guess, dyer. You call it. Like, she's not good <laughs> she's at dying. She's terrible at death. She's not, she's not good at dying. She's not skilled in the art of because death. Because she's getting choked and she's like, ah. And then she just fucking goes like, ah. She goes cross-eyed. Like, I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, oh my God. she could have done a little better. She could have tried a little harder, but. Okay, I mean, so uh, the best actor slash actress I'm answering for both of us, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to be said here. Who do you think was the worst in this movie? Uh, Fucking Linda. She Linda? annoys the shit oh, out of me, okay. dude. Uh, I, I'm going with the cop because he fucking... Oh, the cop he, was bad. He's a dumbass. He, you are not assessing he a threat. He had mutton chops, didn't he? Sam Loomis was not... I think so. Sam yeah, Loomis okay, was yeah, not... Okay, yeah, no, he's, a, he's the one. He Sam wins. Loomis was not a threat, but you should have assessed him as a threat because he gave you all the signs. Everybody's a threat. So, yeah, the cop is... That's the worst in my book. Um, okay, I'm going to do some pros and cons for this movie. I already have them written down. You can go ahead and think of them while I say this and then okay. give, give me them. So, my pros, Michael driving, Michael being obnoxious... Sam Loomis, Laurie, strangulation. We get tons of strangulation. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael turning his head. Michael being a fucking ghost with sunglasses. Again, Michael driving. Um, great music score and Michael's face, which is William Shatner. <laughs> Those are my pros for this movie and also just overall incredible. Just nostalgia feeling, everything else. My cons for this movie are... Do you want to give me your pros first? Or do you want me to uh, go Yeah. It? Okay, okay, give me your pros. So this is kind of like an odd one. I really like the font of the credits. 
The glowy oh, yes, orange. Yes, I really like yes, that. Yes. The music, obviously. Jamie Lee Curtis. The fucking ghost scene. Like the fucking just like the um the retro feel to it all. Like it really feels really fucking cool. And uh let me think. The ghost scene again, as an honorable mention. Ghost scene again. Okay. Twice is my favorite. <laughs> Understandable. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. That's so all for I can my think of. for my cons, I have uh, Michael driving, Michael being obnoxious, uh, <laughs> dumb cops, ignorant teenagers, and the most important is a uh, dry humping. That is my biggest issue with this movie. Okay, I have two cons. Okay. Dog death, dry humping. Uh, I'm gonna add that. I I forgot to add that. That's a <laughs> the con. dry humping, and then uh, Linda. I have three. I really, she's so annoying I to me, dude. I get your hate like, for Linda. She's pretty irritating. She's so irritating. Like, she's just that, I don't know. She's just that one girl who's like, let's fucking party. I don't, I don't hate her as much as boyfriend. you, but I do get the she's hatred. She's just annoying, dude. And her fucking hairdo, like, I hate it. So <laughs> the last thing it. we have to discuss for this movie and uh, the end of our new format, which I really hope you guys like. What do you think about it so far, Brie? Digging it. You think I like it's, the whole it's kill working? Do you think it feels yeah. like yeah. a little more fun? I'll have to get better like at my pros and cons. You kind of yeah. blindsided me there. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I'll send you a list of everything we do now so you can yeah. like prepare it before we get yeah. over. This is like our first attempt at this, so it'll, it'll get like fixed up a little more. But I, still, like, I think it's also helped well. me be more fucking organized, too. Yeah, because like, we are not. Because I am not organized. So I, got, uh, I have three facts for us before we finish this off. The first one is uh, Michael Myers driving is actually... <sighs> kind of explained as some like to say i guess he might have watched sam loomis drive while he was like committed um i don't buy it don't want it but whatever you know how many people i watched drive and learned nothing you learn nothing from it so this is the worst (laughs) this is the worst theory ever that's so i'm not taking it it i'm not taking it there's no reason for michael myers driving it's awesome it's hilarious but that's funny that's it it's I'm going to go ahead and say uh, that's a practical. shout out to B-movies. So <laughs> the movie playing while Laurie babysitting is, is the, th- the thing. It's the thing from mm-hmm. another world from 1951, which John Carpenter goes on to remake in 1982, which arguably is one of the best horror movies of all time. I'm still so mad at myself that I haven't finished that movie. You've never finished that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's crazy. Fell asleep that one night. John Carpenter's The Thing. I've said it before. I've said it again. We did a, an episode about this where I said it was one of my top five. I think I put it, what, like, I think I put it on like two or three or something like I'm that. I'm not sure. I, I put remember. it pretty high up I don't there, even remember pretty, my fucking list. That I, shit changes all the time. I'm pretty sure it was like my two, three, something like that. It's pretty high up there and I'll still, I still am going with that mm. because it's fucking way up there. Um, finally, John Carpenter had a cameo in the movie. Not physically, but he's heard speaking on the phone with Annie. He's the oh, voice cool. of Paul. Oh, really? That's what I told you oh, I was going to tell you Paul, later. Yeah, I can no longer stop. Oh, Paul. All right. I'm done. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Alright, Brie, what do you what do you rate this movie? Ten out of ten. Really? I thought you were gonna give it like a three. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Okay. Fair enough. I mean I give this a two. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't ever want to watch it again. Um, I'm it never sucks. rewatching. Yeah, ten out of ten. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucking incredible. There's I, I have a couple complaints, I told you them, but it nothing is None of my cons are enough to give this even like a point one yeah, star down. No, at all. Not like, and I never say this, but not even the dog death. No, no, and it's like crazy. yeah, it's really weird because usually so, that would knock it down a couple points for me. So the I said that was the last thing we're gonna do, but that's not the last thing we're gonna do. We're gonna do um. So we always did our own ratings on movies like at the end, but we're gonna do like we did this a couple times, but we haven't stuck to it. We're gonna do like Rotten Tomato and uh IMDb, and I am, then also I am, um I made a letterbox. I'm gonna Brie, are you gonna make one too? 
probably. I think you should. It'd be fun. Um, I made a letterbox. I'm gonna stay up to date on this with every fucking movie I watch. So if you guys do want to follow me on Letterbox, let me let me check to make sure. Oh, I think it's horse. My letterbox is horse soup, Caleb. So I'm sure yours will just make just make like horse, horse soup, soup brie. brie. Yeah, horse brie soup. <laughs> E- easy enough. So, um, <laughs> if you guys want to follow it, if anyone has Letterbox, if you don't know what Letterbox is, it's pretty much an app slash website that you go on and you rate movies. You give them like actual reviews if you want to, or you just rate them by stars. You say whether like it's a spoiler review, non-spoiler review, uh, whether you've watched the movie before or not, whether it's your first watch. It's just an easy way to keep up on movies that you watch, and also like. It's. I think it's really fun because you can put your movies together. Like you're like, oh, yeah. I rated um, Spider Man three five stars. I also rated The Thing five stars, and it's really fun to see what movies I put on the same level as each other. So we're gonna be doing that letterbox now too. Brie will make one very soon. I'll like give you yeah. a link and shit later. And I'll tell you. Gotta you remind me because I, yeah. I forget these things. I'll tell you like right <laughs> after we finish. Right now, we'll make yeah. one for you like right now. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do the letterbox too. Um. I'll go ahead and pull it. Up. Actually, I don't think I did a letterbox for this yet. So. Nice next episode <laughs> but i already i already know what my letterbox is gonna be on this it's five stars it's a fucking amazing movie i don't really need to talk about this one but i'll do the letterbox later and we'll see like how i felt about a movie like i want to do it because you know i'll talk about the letterbox see how i felt about a movie when i rated it after i watched it and then see about how i feel about it when we're after you talk when we're it. talking about yeah. it because my my views change when we talk no, about so movies. do mine i feel like everybody's do everybody's does everybody's does so on rotten tomatoes what do you think the score is brie uh for the um, for the um, critics, what do you think the critics score is? Ninety-seven. You're very close. It's ninety-six. Really? Yeah, cool. you're like right on the fucking money. Um, what do you think the audience score is? Ah, uh, shit. That one's always fucking. Uh, I'm gonna say eighty-five. You're really close again. It's eighty-nine. Oh wow, cool. Yeah, you're really fucking close there. Look at this. I should play That's the lottery. Um, we're going to look at the IMDb uh, score real quick. Um, that's it's actually about what I thought it was. I was. It's so crazy seeing stuff that's actually 96 and like, you yeah. know, up there on Rotten Tomatoes. And stuff. Really that's when you know it's a good I, fucking movie. Not really. I don't really trust Rotten Tomatoes. You don't, but when you see something like perfect score, like it's hard to get a pretty much perfect mm. fucking score, especially... I watched this one movie that had a pretty unless damn it's near like well score. unless it's like Avengers or Star Wars or something like that because those are always going to be perfect like well, there's certain yeah. movies that always get perfect. I think scores. I watched this movie called It Comes at Night and it got like a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes and that movie was wow. trash. <laughs> that movie sucked ass. Um, so what do you think? Um, it got on IMDb. Mm, what it? What's their rating again? Like they go, 10 they, or yeah, they go up to ten and it can be like a point anything like okay. seven point one up to seven point nine. Like, I'm gonna whatnot. say. Eight, nine point three. It is a 7.8. Are you serious? Yeah, which is honestly very disappointing. Like, that's not I'm right at all. I'm fucking pissed. That's very, like, I, <laughs> it's pretty irritating, but I don't know what the fuck you're going to do about it. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk about the letterbox on this one because we're going to real get it down soon and then we'll start discussing that as well. Yeah. But this is our new format, guys. Please let us know if you like this. I think you will. I can't imagine that they wouldn't like more information on. Yeah. I mean, we're working harder. We'll see. We're working harder, but I think yeah, you guys let are going to like Yeah, let us this. know. Honest opinions, guys. We're we're revamping a lot of stuff, and I hope you guys are going to like all the changes that we're doing. 
We're doing a lot of cool shit right now. So that is the end of the episode. Uh, John Carpenter's Halloween 1978. Great fucking movie. Um, if you guys want to contact us, you can email us at horsesoup at yahoo.com for any comments, concerns, anything else. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at sucks. You can find Brie at Baked Potato, but that is Baked Potato with a V. Bevict Potato. B-V-K-E-D underscore potato. You can find <laughs> us at patreon.com slash horsesoup if you want to donate a little bit of money to us, Some which helps thriller. us for a merch and everything else just everything in the world fucking equipment everything i actually just got us some new boom arms i think you guys heard us i you guys definitely heard us we were complaining Dude, about yeah. we got a new interface and all i heard was the boom arm on the other episode just creaking over <laughs> and over weird. again it's weird it's weird not hearing it, like, it i've is. moved this about five times and you can't hear anything. yeah it irritated me to the point that i actually bought us some professional um studio arms they're nice this came out of my pocket so if you guys would give us money so i don't have to do these things out of my pocket <laughs> that'd be awesome Poor caleb's pocket you guys i'm i, I was telling him earlier i'm worried about his debt but uh, he, he won't let's stop not talk about this he won't stop uh upstart do you want to um sponsor us and give me like <laughs> a loan with like a free five thousand dollars because that'd be awesome can we get a small loan of a million dollars please can i get a small loan that i don't have to pay back so uh if Sounds you want to rate us on uh itunes or anything else that you listen to rate us five stars give us a little review we will read them on air i love reading them they're the best things ever i think Bree just farted um no, i would I like to thank sun is sam and also moop mop you can find sun is sam on instagram at uh, Son is Sam. <laughs> you can also S-O-N-S-S-I-S. find him at S-O-N-I-S-S-A-M. There you go. And you can also find him on SoundCloud and Spotify and probably some other things. Spotify. You can find Moot Mop, who is the person, uh, Son of Sam is the person who does our music. Um, <laughs> you can find Moot Mop, who <laughs> is the person guy. who does our artwork and is fucking art awesome. Guy. Um, art woman. <laughs> but art guy. <laughs> art fella. Art land. Art uh, You can find her on Instagram at M-O-O-P-M-O-P <laughs> and she does commissions and tons of other things that I just recommend it so fucking much her art is incredible yeah she's fucking amazing and lastly i would like to thank our listeners thank you for sticking around for the last 30 episodes i hope you guys stick around for the rest of this i hope we get new listeners i hope you guys enjoy everything we love i would like to thank john carpenter too just for making this episode possible if you ever listen john carpenter you are now my dad you are welcome (laughs) on the show whenever i know you won't want to be but you're welcome yeah just uh, hit us up horrorsoupayahoo.com you know where to find us thanks for listening guys this is the new and improved horror shit Horror Soup Chapter 2. Bye! Soup Chat 2.0.